Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Musings of a Black Bipolar Activist. This is Lucy. Uh, this is something I, I want to talk a little bit about mental health some more, being bipolar. Um, and I want to talk about it specifically with athletes. I know that um, Naomi Osaka had bowed out of two competitions, Wimbledon and the U.S. Open, I believe it was, um, citing mental health reasons. And uh, as of recording, I'm recording today on the 28th, uh, Simone Biles just announced that she is withdrawing from individual all-around competition. She had already um, withdrawn from the a group competition, um, and she cited mental health. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about that because it seems like people are really tripping that these athletes are starting to prioritize their health and that they owe us something. Um, athletes don't owe you anything. I think something that a lot of people tend to think about public figures is because they decide to be public figures that they are susceptible or they are free reign to judge them in any way they see fit. Now, if they're doing something like the Duggars where they have like child pornography and molestation and rape and all that, they definitely should definitely, 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 definitely be judged. And they need to be before a court of law. Um, but if someone like an athlete or a actor or whatever, dancer, musician, singer, whatever, if they choose to prioritize their health, they do not owe us, the public, the American public, the global public, any uh they do not owe us anything, nothing. We do not own them. Now, we may think we own them because they give us entertainment and people like to be entertained, especially Americans, uh, because they're lazy and don't want to do anything for themselves. Um, but I definitely think that people have entitlement issues with public figures and something that really resonates with me specifically with Naomi Osaka and um, Simone Biles and even Shakari Richardson with the whole weed scandal. Um, well, you know, not even scandal. I'm going to say injustice, the whole weed injustice. Um, prioritizing mental health, in the black community is not something that's done regularly. Uh, and there's plenty of reasons for black people to be traumatized. I mean, black trauma going back even from slavery to Jim Crow, to racism, to, you know, drug epidemics to like a lot of these things like drug epidemics and um, things of that nature are used as coping mechanisms um, like Shakari Richardson, her mom died literally the week before she got tested for substances. I mean, like, really? Are we really going to judge someone who lost their mother and decided to cope with it the best way they could? They act like she was on heroin. Weed is a substance that is legal in many states now. Um... And it's also one of those things that 
is controversial because people of color tend to be judged more harshly in the American court system than their white counterparts. Um, and even with things like three strikes laws, uh, typically, like if they have one quote unquote violent crime, and then they may have their third strike may be something like a parole violation because of smoking weed. Um, and then they go away for life. Uh, that's, and that's just in three strikes laws. There's, uh, just regular, um, just regular court cases with, with drugs, um, or quote unquote drugs. Cause we, uh, is it really a drug? Um, I guess you could say it's a drug. I'm going to, I'll say weed is a drug, but it's a legal drug. Um, just like morphine is, um, and it can be abused. Anything can be abused. Food can be abused. Drink can be abused. Um, but like to punish someone, especially from competing on the world stage over a substance that's not a performance enhancing drug. Um, if anything, wheat makes you slower. Um, I have seen that in several people, uh, especially um, my friends of color who smoke weed. Um, I know that it's a relaxant. In fact, uh, is the furthest thing from a performance enhancing drug. Um, in fact, many friends that I have who are not people of color, uh, smoke weed kind of like an antidepressant, um, which things about weed and like alcohol and stuff like that. And when you're dealing with issues is because is it kind of is counterproductive because it's a depressant. So like if you're depressed and you smoke weed, you can essentially become more depressed. Um, but it'll take your mind off of it for a little while, which in the case of Shakari Richardson, um, helped her. Um, I don't blame, I, I don't blame her. I feel very upset that she was not picked for the Olympic team after her suspension would have been over with, um, because she is fast and she would have definitely represented the U S well. Uh, I definitely know that this is not the last time we'll see her. She'll still be there for world championships. She'll still be there for meets and hopefully we'll see her again for the Olympics. Um, but like prioritizing mental health, especially among athletes of color is ridiculous because like Shakari Richardson was, um, is it Shakari? I've been saying her name wrong. I think, um, she was penalized for smoking weed yet. Michael Phelps, um, Yeah, it is Shakari Richardson. Um, Michael Phelps got caught smoking weed several times, and he's one of the most decorated Olympians ever. Uh, I don't believe he was ever penalized, which also brings in the um, double standard of men versus women and people of color versus non-people of color and how they're being treated. Um, I don't think even Michael Phelps really had an excuse for why he was smoking weed. He was just like, I just wanted to smoke weed. Um, so, you know, Shakari Richardson, um, she prioritized her mental health. Now, did she do that in the healthiest of ways? No. Um, 
And she took ownership for it. Like, yeah, I smoke weed. That was a mistake. Here's the situation that happened. And hopefully we can all move past that. I moved past it as soon as I found out. I was like, that's that's nothing. You know, she could have been strung out somewhere in a back alley. Uh, but she was smoking weed in the privacy of her own home and tested positive. Um, and that's just the risk she took. Um, you know, the IOC, Olympic Committee, has every right to decide who can be in competition and who can't. I think it's a little unfair, but that, like I said, it's a private institution. They can do whatever they want. Same thing with the vaccine or um, with people taking COVID precautions. It's private entity. They can do whatever they want to ensure the safety of the employees and of the customers themselves. So, like, going back to... Um, I talked about Shikari, but going back to Simone Biles and Naomi Osaka, they are far more public figures than Shikari Richardson is. And they get far more pressure from the public than anybody else. Or I'm not going to say anybody else. There's several high profile people who get the same attention as them, but they get specific attention one because they are people of color uh naomi osaka is half japanese um which i think a lot of people like to forget that she's half japanese she's half japanese and she's proud to be japanese i know there were a lot of people who were upset that she decided to compete for japan for the olympics but she's always competed for japan even in like the u.s open wimbledon She's never represented the United States. She has always represented Japan. And there's nothing wrong with her being proud of being Japan, uh, being, you know, Japanese. And there's nothing wrong with her being proud of being black. Um, and so, like, taking in the pressures of all those things, like the pressure of what the expectations of black people all have on her and, um, and, like, specifically people in the tennis world have on her, um, it's okay to take a break. And like, I think the whole thing that started her even discussion about her mental health was the requirement to, um, to go to interviews. Um, I don't think that that should be a requirement. Um, I know that that's something that a lot of people would like to happen. Um, you know, it's always good to, get the information from the horse's mouth as they say um you know it's always better to get thoughts and feelings from the person directly than it is to like do speculation I get that but Naomi Osaka doesn't owe anyone anything if she doesn't want to do interviews because she wants to prioritize how she feels about herself and her mental well-being her physical well-being she should be able to do that and if she got fined for that she skipped an interview for Wimbledon and she got fined and rather than keep getting fined she just decided to withdraw uh that's something I probably would have done um something that I've discovered over the last like 15 years of my getting my mental health together journey is sometimes you do have to prioritize yourself above everything else. That could be family, friends, job, school, whatever. 
you have to be able to prioritize yourself or else you will fall into holes. And I've fallen into several holes, um, learning to prioritize myself. And Yoma Osaka, when she made that decision to withdraw, she got a lot of support from people like public figures, but she also got a lot of bad talk from public figures. Um, I know Piers Morgan and I think it was Megyn Kelly criticized Naomi Osaka for having the Sports Illustrated cover after she um, announced that she was taking this mental health break. And one thing that people fail to realize is she had this photo shoot a long time ago. She didn't just decide to do a photo shoot and an interview for Sports Illustrated. She did this prior to Wimbledon and it just so happened that it came out, the story came out and the cover came out after she had to sit, decided she was going to take a mental health break. Um, that sucks because not only do you have people who are all like, I don't understand why you took this mental health break, but now they're criticizing you for every action you've taken and putting you under the microscope saying, well, if you were trying to take a mental health break, why did you do this? Or why did you do that? Everyone's mental health journey is their own. You cannot tell somebody how to be on their mental health journey at all. Um, and it's the same with Simone, Simone Biles. Um, just because she's had all this pressure on her before and she didn't say anything about it doesn't mean that that never happened. She didn't, this wasn't just some isolated a thing where she did a little worse on a vault than she usually does and then just decided to throw a tantrum and leave. If you hear her talk about that vault, she says, like, I was in the middle of the vault and, like, forgot where I was. That's dangerous, especially for a, a gymnast and one who is as skilled as Simone Biles because she's doing flips. No one else does. She has, I think it's like three or four moves, gymnast moves that are named after her because specifically she's one of the, she well, she was the only one to do it. I think another couple people have attempted the Biles and have succeeded. Um, but like, who, who do you think you are to tell someone how they handle pressure? That would be like, if I know that someone wouldn't like it if someone did that to you personally. So why would you do it to someone else? And this also goes back to that golden rule in the Bible, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And of course, Piers Morgan, that asshole decided to, excuse my language, he decided he was going to, you know, rag on Simone Biles, too. Like, oh, she did bad. I'm just going to pick up my toys and leave the playground. No, that's not it. She, visit, she, like, said, like, I lost sense of who I was, what I was doing in the middle of a vault. That's dangerous. And to, for her to continue to compete and potentially cost her teammates a medal or two medal, they got silver. That's really good. It also tells you the strength of how good the rest of the team is, is that they were able to get silver on their own. Um, so, yeah, like, Simone was like, I'm not going to bring them down, which is a very unselfish decision, uh, no matter how selfish people want to think she is and withdrawing. 
And like even like she announced, I think it was last night that she, or early, early this morning that she was withdrawing from the individual competition. Um, that's smart. Like, why would you not take care of yourself? And I think Simone Biles has it worse because she is so gifted, but she does not get the respect that she deserves in the gymnast community. Whereas like her scores are usually typically lower than they should be because they try to discourage other gymnasts from attempting what she's doing because they could get hurt. Um, if a gymnast doesn't have the self-awareness to recognize what they can and cannot do, that's on them. And if they attempt a move that they know they can't do in competition, they, like I said, that's on them. If they get hurt, they get hurt. That is not Simone Biles' fault. So Simone Biles has all this attention on her because she's basically the world's number one, number one gymnast. She's the most decorated gymnast in history. She does incredible flips and stuff. Like watching her is like makes my back hurt the way she does stuff. Um, like I think I heard Leslie Jones say, like, if I did that flip, my ankles would be in my throat right now when I landed, like she's incredible and she does have a high standard on herself. So imagine having a high standard on yourself and then have other people rag on you and you lose sight of who you are. I would want to take a mental health break too, like period. And yeah, this may be her last olympics well it most likely it is her last olympics um but she deserves any break that she wants she works hard she plays hard uh, well not play hard but she works hard she's lifted other gymnasts up um i know uh, jordan childs was ready to give up gymnastics until she started working out with simone biles um, and Jordan is an incredible gymnast as well. I think all the gymnasts on the Olympic team this year are incredible. Um, and they did it on their own. They did silver. Um, and if if they feel that that was the best decision for her, who are we to say what the best decision for Simone Biles is? Because her two, her own teammates were like, no, Simone is the best she deserves everything good coming to her. If she needs a break, then she needs a break. Now, if her teammates are pissed about her, like, leaving, then we shouldn't be either. Um, yeah. So, uh, I guess that was just a little rant. Like, I don't, I don't understand why we like to frag on public figures when they're going through real-life things. These, these people may seem bigger than life. But they're still normal people. Like, they may do extraordinary things, but they're still ordinary people. And we should treat them as such. Like, I can't dunk a basketball, but I'm not going to hate on LeBron James if he says, you know what, my knees aren't good, I'm not going to dunk anymore. What, what right do I have to tell him what to do with his own body, with his own mind? He doesn't owe me anything. He's never even met me. That's another thing. How do you owe someone something and you've never even met them? Like, people are human. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to, their bodies are going to wear down. Their mental health is going to wear down. 
that's just how the normal body works and we like I said we may think these people do extraordinary things and out of the world things and things that seem impossible but they're still humans at the core of it they're still regular people who like bleed the same way as everybody else does get hurt the same way everyone else gets hurt gets mental fatigue the way everyone else gets mental fatigue and I don't think we should have a double standard with the um I don't think we should have a double standard with athletes or public figures generally. Um, yeah. So I think I'm going to end it there. Um, oh, uh, I am going to try video recording again soon. Um, I couldn't really figure out the camera that I have. So I'm going to try a little something different and see if we can get a recording on, um, on the podcast and, I will drop the link for my YouTube when um, I'm ready for that. So um, hope you guys are safe, enjoying the Olympics. I know I am. Uh, the women's 3x3 three three contest just ended. The U.S. took gold, the inaugural, inaugural games for that. Uh, I'm very proud of them. And uh, we'll see how the national team goes with the regular five-person team. Um, well, not five-person team. It's 12-people team, but like five on the court at a time. And uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, hopefully, U.S. men's get themselves together. Um, yeah. Anyhow, I will catch you on the next one. Peace. <laughs>